0: Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 333. On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news, and then we'll be discussing recent episodes of Unreal, Suits, Killjoys, Dark Matter, and Van Helsing. Plus, we've got some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 333. I'm Jason the tv holic from tvaholic.com.
1: I'm Kyle Nolan from NoReruns.net, and joining us this week...
2: Hi, I'm Ivy from ClickClack.com. I mean, Blockbuster.com. I mean, I'm just from the internet.
1: (laughs) You must know Ray. (laughs) Do you know Ray? Yeah, yeah,
2: we're from the same place.
0: (laughs) I hear all people from the internet know each other, Ivy.
2: Yeah, well, I think that's a bit of a racist comment. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like we have a handshake or something. It's a secret
0: handshake? Well, not anymore, not anymore apparently, but we'll jump into the news. A bunch of stuff uh, has come out over this uh, last week and some this morning as we record on Monday. Uh, first up, uh, CMT has renewed Still the King for a second season.
1: Excellent. I think I'm the only one here that's even watching an episode of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think that's a, a an accurate assessment there, Kyle. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I never even got to even checking out the pilot episode.
1: I only did my homework for the fall preview or summer (laughs) preview, (laughs) and and that was it.
0: And and that's all. That was more than enough. But apparently not for CMT, since they
1: want another season.
0: Fox has renewed American Grit for a second season.
1: Never watched the first season.
2: Never even heard of
0: it. It was some reality competition show with... People doing all type of uh, stuff, John Cena hosting, and they were trying to show their American grit. Next up, HBO has renewed Ballers for a third season, uh, and also has renewed Real Time with Bill Maher for a 15th and a 16th season, and then also announced that the eighth season of Game of Thrones will officially be its last.
1: No! (laughs) Which was, I think everyone was assuming that, but... It's good for them to finally just admit it.
0: Yeah. Well, unless they were going to do some sort of like just like really just peter out where, you know, you go seven episodes
1: for the next season, (laughs) six
0: episodes for the season after that. And then, you know, like maybe four for a ninth season and
1: then a holiday special. Yeah. And then a
0: holiday special.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to direct a DVD movie because apparently that's what's going to happen with stuff these days. It's it's time. You know, you got to finish the story.
1: Yeah, they, I'd rather they finish it out than try to extend it for no reason than just to make money. So, yeah.
0: although they did I guess somebody did say something about potential spin-offs or possibilities or I mean, I guess nobody ever says no to anything uh until it's actually gone, but I don't know what's the what's the potential spin-off if you have you know, somebody finally wins the Game of Thrones. <laughs>
1: like, some character that's not even competing for the throne. Just told, their daily adventure. And you
2: just, uh, like, what's the, I don't know. You could do prequels. I mean, there's a lot of story there to be mined that we know some of through the show, but but would still be eventful enough. Like, you could do Robert's Rebellion. You could do it when, you know, Ned and Robert kind of overthrew the Mad King. There's there's story there. That would be interesting. But I don't think we're going to see it. I just don't think that they'll ever be able to get dan and dan to commit to doing more of this i think after eight years they're going to want to walk away and do something different yeah
0: <laughs> all right next up uh, netflix has renewed chelsea flaked lady dynamite real rob and voltron legendary defender all for second seasons
1: there's a lot of second season renewals on this list but I haven't seen any of the first seasons. I, I don't even know what real Rob is. Is that another uh, Rob exclamation point show? Uh, what's his uh Rob Schneider show? Yeah, Schneider. it
0: is. I think it's one of those he's playing a version of himself or whatever. Yeah, never got to that one. I, I've heard good things about Lady Dynamite, but haven't watched. But, you know, Netflix is the, basically getting to the point where they're going to have between – the stuff they're actually producing and the foreign stuff they're buying the rights to to make it uh, a Netflix original here and everything they're basically going to have one to two things dropping every Friday here pretty soon
2: yeah it won't be long so and if you watch all their cool. shows you
1: have nothing you can't watch anything else because <laughs> <laughs> the entire seasons will drop yeah you just watch Three for weeks. the whole week you watch
0: uh, you watch two seasons of something and then uh, and then the next season, you, next Friday, you've got two more things to watch.
2: I'm still two seasons behind Orange is the New Black, and I think I'll eventually get there. I'm two seasons behind as well, so...
0: I'm uh, four seasons behind, so, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you win, Jason.
0: I'm twice as far behind as both of you. <laughs> I'm as far behind as you combined, so there. <laughs> uh, also on the second season renewal front, Starz has renewed The Girlfriend Experience for a second season, so...
2: I think I was the only person out there watching that show. Well, now you get more. <laughs> I don't know that that's a good thing. <laughs> you know, what? something something I said, and I, I think it was The Verge or whomever I saw this news from this morning, called it hollow, and that's, that's pretty accurate. There's, there's a lot of art there, for lack of a better term, from a visual <laughs> perspective and from a pacing perspective, and I don't even really mean that, but that's not bad looking either, but... The But it's just, there's no meat to it. There's no soul. There's no story to it. I don't know. I hope they fix that in the second season, because they certainly set up enough storylines that they never revisit it again.
0: <laughs> Pick a direction, any direction. Yeah. All right, Sundance
1: TV has renewed the A-word for a second season. I watched the premiere, but uh I haven't watched any more of it. But I, it was really good. I just haven't gotten around since Sundance is not HD that I tend not to watch it.
0: Yeah, I I never got around to watch it. I've heard good things uh, about the show, but haven't uh, I haven't gotten to it. Uh, and then they also announced uh, that season four of Rectify will be its last season. Uh, that which uh, I think that premieres this fall uh, sometime. So
2: I had no idea that was still on.
1: I mean, I I quit after the first season. I couldn't take it. It was too slow for me.
0: And then lastly, uh,
1: TNT has renewed the last ship
0: for a fourth season. Huzzah. So uh, there you go. Now uh, I'm only
1: eight episodes behind on that one. So
2: there's,
1: There's stuff to see. They're already up to the eighth episode of the season. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> this season is... So I Actually, yeah, next week I saw tons of things that are, are ending for the season.
0: They're already at the eighth episode, but they aired a two-hour premiere to start. But then they aired that a week late uh, because uh, it got postponed. And so, ultimately, it's eight weeks since it's supposed to have started. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, Kyle, when you look at on the on the DVR, it usually tells you what episode number and things like that, doesn't it? Or does TiVo not provide you that information? I
1: think I have to hit the info or something, and then it's in the description. But I don't tend to notice it when I'm just trying to get through the massive pile of stuff (laughs) (laughs) that's sitting on my TiVo.
0: All right. Well, that'll do it for the uh, massive pile of news. And we'll move on to the uh, primetime segment.
2: Prime time! Sorry, I'm late. I'm late. I apologize. <laughs> I'm out of the zone. I paused for a nice long time and everything
0: for you. I know! Right? I was like, he, I was like didn't jump in. wait? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you idiot, because you were supposed to say something. Uh, season 2, Episode 8, Fugitive. Which, uh, so we've only got a couple more episodes after this. And uh, what well, we were talking a little bit... Before we started here, but also you, I believe it was you, Ivy, that posted uh, something about that. While the that the season quality wise is roughly the same as last season, but for some reason you can't seem to uh, you're having to like force yourself to watch it. You're not enjoying it this season.
2: Yeah, I just can't get behind it, and I don't know why. Because you know, it's still I can get behind on it, but hey oh um like you said i said the quality's still there it's not a different show I did say that you said yeah you said that i said that i said that i I don't know but it's it's still the same show that it was last year and that show was really really good so i don't want to say that the quality's dropped at all um but at the same time i can't get behind it i i feel like and i i'm getting to the point where i'll skip a couple of weeks and then i'll watch like three hours in a row and I feel like I immediately need to go upstairs and shower after I've watched the episode because these people are just so toxically bad to each other. Uh, there, there's no, like, you don't even like. Do you do you root for for Quinn and Rachel to, to become friends again? I I don't. I that just I mean, how is that an end game that makes sense? I just I can't wrap my head around why I still watch it, other than the fact that both of the two leads are just phenomenal.
0: Yeah, it's everybody's great, you know, and and stuff. But, you know, in their roles, but the show, like you said, everybody's terrible to each other. For me, I think it's that it's too compacted. Everything happens too fast. One episode they're like working with each other and the next episode they're trying to destroy each other, yet it's only like a day later. You know? <laughs> yeah. And 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 then, you know, like You've got you've got characters that are now like supposedly falling in love with each other and it's been like less than a
1: week. Uh it's been They're already talking about having babies with each other. Yeah. Which...
0: <laughs> Although on one hand I get that conversation. If you're older and you that's something that's on your list, there's no point in pursuing something any farther <laughs> if there's an initial attraction or whatever. If they don't right. if they're not on the same page. Uh, with some of those big type of decisions. So I, I get that as a as sort of a, a conversation and stuff, but really more it's the Rachel and uh the new showrunner guy, Coleman. Yeah, Coleman, and how quickly that, you know, sort of developed where it's not that a relationship can't develop fast or whatever. Now they're a few weeks in, but it seemed like it was only like a I don't know, maybe a week or so and they were all of a sudden they were a team and they were pitching ideas to the network head and and, uh, talking about future plans and stuff. And you're like, didn't they just meet like a week ago and Mm -hmm. or, or two weeks. And so to me, I think some of the stuff that's happening is it just feels like things happen too fast and things switch around too much where now all of a sudden, like when push comes to shove, all of a sudden She does try to, you know, in some way show that she cares for Rachel, you know, that that Quinn... Because I think that's the only person that she's actually sort of kind of close with at times. Uh, But even that, they just, they flop around so much uh, that, I don't know, to me it just feels like the speed of the way things happen. Uh, But then they've got, you know, they had somebody die last season they had somebody now get shot by the cops this season yeah I mean At, who
1: wouldn't have shut down the up. show
0: and, and, and yet that's just apparently uh, the tip of the iceberg for things that have happened in past seasons uh, that apparently Rachel is now unloaded on video for Coleman uh, but we didn't get to see it, You know, some of the other things uh, that she, uh, that she knows about or whatever uh, as of yet.
2: Yeah, that's dangerous.
0: Yeah, it just seems like how is this uh, show still on because last season it seemed like the extreme of having a character go off their meds and or somebody taking them off their meds and then you know dying was like was like an extreme, but now it's this season's making it sound like that's part for the course, but yet they've somehow been able to keep it hush hush. Like even with a non-disclosure agreement are you telling me that nobody ever told anybody anything from a past season, like a past contestant, or, or none, none, that's never leaked out in this day and age? That just uh, that that type of stuff starts to take something that felt real, you know, even if exaggerated, to being almost absurd in some cases.
1: Plus it seems like like how did this Yale person possibly disguise the fact that she's a reporter? And sneak onto this set because they seem to know everything about these people. They would have figured that out yeah, from see, her. Like she's
0: got like some sort of CIA backstop to cover. Story yeah. or something. <laughs> like
1: how, there's no yeah. way she would be able to cover that that well that they wouldn't have found out that she was a reporter to do this story to expose them. And plus, she's also again signed like a non-disclosure. So, what can she like legally even report if she does find something? granted she signed it under a fake name yeah, probably
0: she signed it under a fake name but i don't know
2: that's really about the only thing that i'm curious where it's going to go is that as the reporter
0: well at least they finally told you what she was doing although sort of felt like that's where i can't remember there was a i watched the last 3 episodes uh and before she said it that's what she was doing i think it was when she hopped in she hopped in the truck with Jeremy and hit the recorder. I was like, "Oh, she's like a reporter or something." Uh, you know, like uh, she's she's trying she's got some sort of extra grind here and that she's trying to uh you know, get behind the scenes info uh somehow. But yet but yet even that character is willing to apparently, you know, like sleep with Jeremy to get uh, to you know, to get answers or to get uh obviously she the reason she was getting the keys is so that she could uh, try and sneak into people's offices and and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know why you need any keys. It looks like you can just walk into anybody's office at any time yeah, on, the, yeah. on the set of that show, too. So, so yeah, I don't I, I don't know. It also feels like they've – I don't know. Do, does it feel like they've ramped up even more, like, weird stuff for the contestants and things or things that have happened than even
1: last season? Like Like they needed to go bigger – Yeah, I mean, it it seems like there are no rules. Like, it seems like they just make up things as they go along like all of a sudden Darius can break into like they have like this whole eviction sort of thing which I don't remember them doing last year and then all of a sudden you can just walk in and do whatever he wants and change the rules right there No, I'm gonna take her on my date and she's going home it's like what's the point of even having like a structure to the game like I'm sure these people when they sign the the contracts like there's certain rules set in place but
2: Oh, I don't. I don't believe that for a second. I think the contracts probably say the show can do what they want. Because I think, I think that's one of the things we've learned about this in past seasons is just that, that Quinn will make or change the rules at any moment, at any given time, and you know, just kind of have to get over it, kind of thing.
0: Yeah. But it also seems like that in this season, this far into this, that some of this stuff wouldn't have gotten out before now. Or that it's sort of been whispered at, or something. So now that a reporter is trying to get, you know, the actual story or something, it, it, I don't know. It just seems like uh, some of that stuff would have been would have been found out. It also feels like they're going bigger in some respects for bigger sake.
2: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Which, to me, doesn't bode well for future seasons. Future season? I think that's the yeah. that's the thing that. I, I, that you know, burned me out on uh, scandal, was they just kept going bigger and bigger, and it got more and more ridiculous, and that wasn't really what was most interesting about the show. Like this had some interesting characters and an interesting setting and interesting stories to tell, but they wanted just do these big, bold, or you know, or what they might consider bold. You know, like storylines and 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 twists and turns for what start to feel like for the sake of twists and turns, it becomes more
1: and more unreal.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I guess I've been sort of in the same spot as you, Ivy. Like when the season when this season first started, I liked the first couple episodes, uh, but then I fell behind. But then I caught back up to uh, talk about it previously on the podcast a few weeks ago. <laughs> but then with traveling and everything, fell behind again. And then just finally caught up because we are going to talk about it again uh, on the podcast. So it, it's not been one of the shows where, you know, like from week to week, I want to, you know, like watch it immediately or watch it
1: before the next episode.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to take something special in the finale for me to want to come back next season.
1: I've I've been enjoying it. My main complaint is this: with this season, is how they're constantly changing, like who's in charge and who's running things. It just seems like. No one's really running anything and how it, like it's like, oh okay, I'm in charge now. I'm in charge now. Like no who's the actual person that's in charge because it keeps changing like every episode.
0: But yet no matter who is supposedly in charge, Quinn or Chet or anybody seems to be able to tell anybody else what to do and they do it.
1: Yes. And and episodes are getting out because like it's airing in real time. <laughs> so someone whoever's job it is is doing their job somehow. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but that'd be interesting.
0: I'd be interested to hear uh, your take out there. Are you enjoying Unreal this season? Or is it one of those that's like burned <laughs> burned brightly and fast and uh, is, is quickly burning out? Let us know in the comments on the show notes or uh, send us uh, feedback at feedback at tvtimes3.com. And next up is uh, Suits, uh, Season 6, Episode 3, Back on the Map. Which uh, suits is one that I've fallen behind on. I think I'm a couple seasons behind now. It just sort of uh, ran out of gas for me, I guess. And uh, but uh, both of you are still watching, so start with you, Kyle. What's uh, what's going on with the Mike in jail and whatnot uh, this season?
1: Yeah, so it's jumpsuits this season with Mike in jail, uh, his orange jumpsuit. Uh, so they keep flopping. Like it definitely feels like a different show this season because they're like splitting time between the law office and them trying to recover from the fallout of of Mike getting arrested and losing all their clients and trying to figure out how to get the how to make it look like they're they're still in business and also try to score a client at the same time so they are actually still in business whereas then they're also concentrating on Mike in jail um trying to deal with like some con that uh uh what's his name uh Harvey had put away and now he's getting his revenge on Mike uh so he's trying to to navigate the politics of being in jail while also, uh while all of this other stuff is going on. I mean, I'm still enjoying it. It just feels like a very different show, and it feels like, I'm not sure how much longer they could do this, because even if Mike gets out of jail, he can't really go back to law, because now he's a felon, so uh yeah i don't know if 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 like this is them winding down and doing one last uh final arc, but i mean it's still keeping me interested like what's gonna happen with the firm they're doing some fun stuff there with um with lewis having to deal with like he sublet to the uh the office uh to these uh d v uh <laughs> lawyer like young lawyers who are like replacing all of his uh, prune juice in the fridge with like Red Bull and so that gets him upset so watching that dynamic is kind of fun uh, and then he's also like hiring actors to play like associates to try to make it look like the office is all busy so they're adding so uh, they're, they're still keeping the same like level of humor on that side but there's not much humor in the jail side uh, Mike is having a rough time uh in jail but I mean, it's still uh, it. It feels like a different show, but I'm still uh, I'm still interested to see what happens. How yeah, I, have...
2: I can't wait for Mike to get out of jail because that story just it doesn't feel like it's going anywhere except that he will eventually get out. And it's like what's what's going to happen to change? What's gonna What's going to be? I mean, obviously, we know it's going to be different when he comes out. It's going to be very very difficult for him to ever practice law again. Although with this show. You never know what loophole they could find or create to make it happen. Um, but, you know, I just don't feel like we're going to gain anything from that storyline. I don't think there's going to be a lot of growth beyond what's already occurred now. He's in jail. He's convicted. Is it convicted when you confess? I guess so. I don't know. Um And eventually and eventually hook it out, because if the show ends with him in jail, that's just not a very interesting thing. I I am happy to see it it seems like everybody's yelling at each other less than they were last season. It felt like last season, anytime anybody walked into a room, they either started by yelling or ended by yelling.
1: And now they got to team up to save the firm so they can't (laughs)
2: yell at each other. It's a little bit less of that, although, you know, still from time to time. But yeah, I you know I kind of want to see where, how the firm is able to rebuild if they are if they have to completely kind of change their their mindset, which you know did, rebuilding the firm in a different way is is losing uh, or will would be considered losing by some people. So I guess it's going to have to be careful one way or the other. But I, I'm still in. Uh, I'm 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 ready for a change, and this wasn't the change that I was looking for. So I'm hoping that it doesn't last long.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, they set up at at the end of the episode, they set up Michael to try to rat on his roommate, who seems like a nice guy, but they want him to rat. So maybe that's his his out. If he goes through with that, then they're supposedly promising him a way out of jail. So hopefully that'll get resolved quickly.
2: I don't want them to, to – uh, Eric Palladino, man? Dr. Dan? Dr. what was it Dr. Dan or Dr. Dave from
1: – I couldn't remember what he – he was on ER, right? Is that yeah. what he was on?
2: Yeah. I was, I was trying to type it before you threw it back to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I just have in my notes question mark ER question mark because I couldn't yeah. remember what uh, what show he was on. Yeah, and it cause... looked like they hired uh, – they also hired um, – it looks like they, the firm, finally might have a client who's not like the nicest guy, but he'll get them the money they need. Um, and that guy looked familiar too. I think was he on Stargate Atlantis?
2: Is no, that that... I'm not a Stargate guy. What's his
1: name? I th- I didn't see the actor's name. I thought it was um, David Hewlett of Stargate Atlantis, but I didn't see the name in the credits. But David Hewlett was in this
2: week's most okay. recent episode. Then that must be him. And yes, it was of yeah, as you mentioned the the aforementioned, uh, Stargate Atlantis*, and SG One. Oh, but only so many episodes in the crossovers. Yeah, yeah. I tried SGA, just couldn't get into it. It's my favorite of the three. No, oh, I, I I did like SGU, but I think I'm one of the few people that liked it from the beginning. So that was the one I liked.
1: It was very, it was a definitely a different, much like this season of see, it was a different, uh, different, uh, feeling from the previous, uh, stuff.
0: That was their, uh, that was sci fi's, like, sort of try to get back into serious, you know, a more serious sci fi, you know, space opera type of stuff. Uh, but then they only went two seasons and, and, uh, sort of continued to go away from, from that stuff. And now they're, uh, now they're flying all over space. <laughs> yeah. well,
2: and to be to be fair, it wasn't exactly like SGU was getting, you know, even solid ratings. And it, it yeah. only started to pick up critically at the end. But
1: uh, I think oops. you had a lot of people that liked the lighterness of the other two and uh it was much, much darker.
2: Well those people were wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they they would have been better off just not calling it Stargate universe, just call it something
2: else.
0: But they were and using not- the Stargates.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they just could have called it Universe. But the ship had a giant Stargate on it. No, I'm saying still make it a Stargate show. Just don't call it a Stargate show. Trade away whatever hope you had in the beginning of, of ever being good, of ever having a chance, you know.
0: <laughs> you mean like trying to do uh, Enterprise? Yeah. And then ultimately calling it Star Trek Enterprise? <laughs>
2: I was I was going with um, with um, Law and Order conviction, the one show they tried <laughs> there, yeah. to completely get away. That's from. the only show I've ever seen it the entire. Good. I know <laughs> I like it's that one. It's the only Law and Order show I've seen in its I think, entirety. I think we talk about that like every other time All right. <laughs> the show.
1: All right, oh, we've gone off track. <laughs> well,
0: all right, speaking of uh, space and flying around in it, uh, next up is Killjoys season two episode five meet the parents
2: I'm sorry what's killjoys I've never heard of this show Jason can you tell me more
1: <laughs> I didn't even know Jason watched it uh, yeah that's, oh, that's uh, a good point
0: it's, it's true it, I just found out about it recently this guy's been recommending it a lot on his podcast and uh, uh, yeah. can't
2: believe everything you're on a podcast though, Jake.
0: <laughs> but you know it turns out we have me and that guy have a similar taste in TV so it worked out well <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so, Ivy, what are you? Uh, what are you thinking about season two of Killjoy so far?
2: Yeah, you know, it's. I don't. I don't really know. I, it's, I, I'm enjoying the show. I. I don't feel connected to whatever larger, you know, overarching story that you're going on behind the scenes, the level sixes, and all of that. I just kind of just enjoy it for watching the three of them or more kind of depending on when they're getting help um just going out there and kicking a little ass but but as far as like i said the 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 major storylines i can't like week to week i can't i'm not engaged in those things so when i tune in it's just like all right let's just watch some you know you know kind of fun lighthearted. well not as light as you know stargate atlantis but lighthearted kind of you know entertainment the um the episode recently and I'm I'm hoping this is the one because I I think I watched a couple in a row but with the with the prodigy school I thought that was interesting and a different a different take on on how this kind of negative ut- I, well you know it's not dystopian but it's well I guess it is in some places but it's not utopian either but this how how the the haves and the have-nots if you if you play that particular storyline out for a long time how how ed, you know how education might change and those kind of things as they try to take advantage of what positive they can find from the, the lower castes, if you will. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. But in general, like I said, I I enjoy the show, but I don't put a lot of thought into it. Which which probably should not have led you leading to me first. And I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm actually in the same place as you. I have no clue with the level six and all that stuff. I don't understand that whole overall story, but, like, the little adventure of the week is what I'm more interested in. Like, this past week episode, I thought they did a really good job of having, like, these parallels with the with everyone, like, dealing with parental issues, like, in, in all the three different storylines. I like the little body swapping there between... Um, Uh, what are their names? Uh,
0: Klein and Dav.
1: Yeah, Klein and Dav. Like, especially when, when Klein, when, uh, I think it was Dav was trying to pretend to be Klein, like, all serious and, like, I don't know, what's that? And, like, and the guy, he knows, the guy knows that he's faking it. But, uh, like, I, I like that. And then, like, the whole thing with the, with the ridiculous, uh, rituals that they have to go through at the, at, uh. Potter's mother like dealing with her mother and that whole story trying to um, trying to reconnect with her parents even though like the mother was was being a jerk to her so I, I thought all that stuff was interesting like Ivy I I don't understand what's going on with that whole overarching story but like the adventure of the week is is more of the fun part for me
0: yeah I think that that's the main reason I tune in is I like the the main cast and their how they interact with each other and whatever the mission of the week is. But the, I, I think for the overarching story, I wish they would say like more what, like what is Klein's deal? It They just, he's obviously not going about it in necessarily the way that maybe he should go about it, but he also seems to know something that, you know, the corporation's, you know the company is doing or or things that are out there that are you know even worse than you know things that he's been a part of but they don't tell you like they they keep keeping that a secret and to me that doesn't it that's not interesting to me like like it it be
1: he like he tells Dutch like oh if you decode that you'll know what I'm up to like what yeah. did you tell her yeah. <laughs> like, it's just frustrating like you could, the time you took to tell her that you could have just told her what was going on yeah you could have like, just
0: give her the message in person instead of yeah. having instead of saying instead of telling her like whatever Klein is is up to or whatever he's potentially fighting against. To me, it doesn't seem like that needs to be a secret. Like, I don't understand, like, why... I guess sooner or later we'll find out what it is, and then I guess it'll make sense of whether... But when you have a conversation that where he goes, uh, I sent a message to such-and-such, and, such and she's like, I know. And then he says, you know, when you decode it, you'll know what I'm up to, basically. You're just like, so... Why... Why what you're doing... Why do you need a delay in her finding out what it yeah. is? Like, what is the purpose... Uh, Other than his, you know, if she knew she would go, you know, headstrong, you know, into it without, that seemed like a flimsy sort of reasoning too. That's, uh, I still really enjoy the show, but every once in a while in all these different shows is you get something where you just go, well, that's a writerly thing uh, to do just to try and extend things for no apparent reason.
1: Maybe they don't know what he's up to. <laughs> 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 we'll just extend it. <laughs> we'll leave it open.
0: <laughs> We've got four ideas on the, on the whiteboard back in the writer's room. We haven't really uh, figured out which one yet. So, yeah, who knows? But from the beginning, I've always enjoyed just the action adventure of the show and the, the characters and their interactions and stuff, like I said. Because in the beginning, I really liked the show, even though... It was hard to understand, like all these different, you know, all these different groups, and uh, you know the and the company and these the different planets and you know the quad and all this stuff. Trying to, I still don't know that I have a great handle on all of that stuff. But even before you sort of had seen enough of that stuff to sort of understand it, it's really just the I enjoyed on the adventure of the week. Uh, type of thing, and there is, you know, an ongoing story which I'm, you know, I'm fine with. Uh, I just wish that they would sort of get on with it already as to what's going on, because it was interesting in the beginning of this season for, you know, Dav to go, you know, maybe he's not, you know, like Klein's not a great guy, but maybe he's not the bad bad guy we thought he was.
1: It seems like they're still hinting that, even though he like was doing bad stuff, supposedly he was doing it for the greater good for yeah. them. Like this week, but and
0: and, and still protected her. But but like you said, Kyle, the, the stuff in this episode was like when they do the mind switch, and then you know Luke McFarlane has to act all sort of like proper and and yeah. and different, you know, and and pretend. <laughs> so now he's uh, being Klein, and then. And and then on the other side, you know, ha, where they had to play a different personality, that type of stuff was fun uh, w- within the episode, and, and and it's it's that type of stuff that I I keep going back to the
2: you know to the show for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I liked it as much as you do, but <laughs> I don't. I said I don't dislike it. It's it's fun fluff, but I just can't get into the the bigger stuff. I you know find myself being more and more um anytime Lucy, i mean anytime lucy's playing and talking and interacting and and potter those are the really the it's funny the characters that i'm most interested in one isn't even
0: <laughs> what is the voice oh, of a ship yeah
2: i mean it's like i don't i wouldn't even say it not even human but you know when we get to dark matter it's kind of the same thing yeah. um but it's but isn't even corporeal human she's just a <laughs> voice yeah. but you know but Potter, really, that's kind of if there's any story that I want to see more, it's that it's more of that, you know, how she left the nine and is kind of off doing her own thing, um, but still seems to have some of that power because of the prestige when she's working with other people. So, yeah, more of her.
0: Well, that's uh, that's not, not a bad thing, I think. I don't know. I think overall, Ivy, mean, we're not too far off on on the show. Uh, I just really enjoy it on a week-to-week basis, and it's never been about the overall story (laughs) for me, so that's not why I've enjoyed the show from the beginning, so that being a lesser part of the show doesn't bother me,
1: I guess.
2: Yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. I just, I mean, it's it's like, but we've been hearing about Killjoys like for like nine months now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't have that much excitement over the show. I mean, I enjoyed enough, but it's not when I rush to watch each week.
2: Yeah, I've, on Friday nights I watch Dark Matter. I, you know, and I'll and I'll pick up Killjoy sometime later in the week. Yep, same here.
0: All right, so speaking of Dark Matter, that's next up on the list, season two, episode five. We voted not to space you.
1: I think I voted for this title because he always sends out surveys like, which title do you want? I'm like, this title sounds great. I'll vote for this one, not even knowing what the episode was.
0: So uh, speaking of sort of robots becoming more human, okay. <laughs> what did you think of this episode? Kyle, if I remember right, isn't the the Android been one of the things you didn't like about the show? No, no, I like the android. I, I liked her. He, there was somebody that didn't particularly care for the android, thought that, you know, it's bad acting and
1: just uh, not not great.
2: That person's a jerk.
1: I I never thought, <laughs> I, like, I absolutely, she's the best part of it, especially this episode. I could watch a whole season, season of her just acting human trying to get arrested. I could watch it like <laughs> a whole hour <laughs> That was absolutely hilarious to watch.
0: Was it you then, Ivy? Or is, or is it somebody else that I've had on that? That no I, could,
2: I, I too could this show could just be Android and <laughs> Android, and I would watch it
0: so what did you think about the Android going more you know getting the upgrade
2: who's to I was that t- i I liked it I, I I mean I would not want her to stay that way all of the time because i I really enjoy the take on the the non emotional um being that is the the regular Android. But for her to kind of go in and out of these two personalities as as, is a long term thing, I liked it. And Kyle's right; like her trying to get arrested was comedic (laughs) gold. I mean, it wasn't over the top. It wasn't like you know I'm going to ham it up like to the nth degree. It was like right there in that that perfect little Venn diagram of of nailing this joke and and being in the good spot. And it's I'm glad she's getting. I'm glad the actress is getting a little bit more, um, you know. Range getting to you know display a little bit more range, but uh, I wouldn't want it to be like that all of the time. But I definitely enjoyed it this week.
1: Yeah, I, I agree on that. And like you said, like it per- like just her innocence mixed with her thinking, oh okay, I've done enough now. Let me get arrested. And like it not working out, and then trying something else, and just like it was just a lot of fun. Uh the <laughs> what one down dance- girl
0: got to do to get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Uh, the one downside was that it finally confirmed that we're not going to see one anymore. I, I had some hope that maybe like we were going to get some kind of like uh, like oh it was just a clone or something, but when they shot J- Jace uh, Corso, I think that pretty much sealed it. That uh, we're done with one in any
2: iteration of him. How so are you I was... on the additions to the cast? Then
1: oh, I do like Nick's. Uh, I'm. I'm well. Th- they set them all like the other two as well. They set them up all with like these mysteries. Like, like there's one guy that's doing drugs. How reliable is he? The other guy that was working for the, um, I forget what her name was. Uh, like working for them to try to uh, try to do. He was trying to capture something uh, or trying to. Uh, turn in someone from the team I forget who it was but uh, And then you have Nyx who's obviously hiding something I'm wondering if maybe she's an android too Because like, somehow she like Was able to know that those support beams Were coming down before they came down So they all like have their own Little like secrets Which is, is nice because everyone else had their secrets When they first started So to have all the new people come in With their own secrets and try to figure out what's going on I think it works out well so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine. I mean, I don't know that I'll necessarily miss one that much because we haven't seen him all the all these episodes. He's barely been in it, but I, I know initially I did miss him. But uh, they've added s- some other characters to help with the transition.
2: I, I hate the Doctor. You don't <laughs> I, yeah. you
1: don't trust him, or you don't you just don't like him?
2: No, I've I've never been much of a fan of of the guy of the Sean Sippos, the guy that plays him. And that dates all the way back to when he was on life unexpected. And he was the high school teacher dating the 17 year old student. I just, I just, I, I, it's one of those weird situations where I can't disconnect the actor from that role. I always see him in that role. And it just, so I don't like him here. I don't, I mean, I, I, I think that it, I can't remember Mark Dupold's character's name. Like, I know he's he's not to be trusted, but I still like him more than I like Devin. You know, the yeah. um, I can't remember the guy's name now. That's going to drive me up the wall. He says as he's looking at the eye am ARAX. Yeah. But I just I can't get behind him he's a yeah i can't is is am i the only one that ever kind of gets that way where you can't disconnect an actor from a from a role they've played in the past
1: no no i that's definitely happened to me with with certain actors like i for a while it was um the guy who's on the blacklist i couldn't stand him after seeing him in a bunch of like 80s movies where he was a bad guy uh the main guy from the blacklist i can't even think of his name james spader james spader because he was always like a creepy creepy guy in like those
2: 80s films and now he's playing a creepy, creepy middle, older guy, but he's cool.
0: <laughs> just ask Amory about David Krumholtz and uh, <laughs> and see if she holds a grudge from a previous character of not liking them in anything they've done recently. Does it have to do with ER? I was about to say, is yeah.
1: that ER? <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> and that's that's just a guest starring role. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's true. That that guy from uh, on the oh, show. I and she hates him on anything now.
1: <laughs> there was the guy on that ex-con show where they became, where they um, were spies. Uh, I think it Michael Weston. I couldn't stand him from, I think, from his role on Six Feet Under. Like, for a while, I couldn't watch him for that same type of, of reason as Amory.
0: Mm. Yeah, it so- happens. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes there's just, uh, you know, if you equate... The, the character too much with that actor and you know they're not doing you know, they're not doing anything fantastic that's like superseding the, the thing you don't like them for uh yeah it's kind of that that can that can happen from uh, uh from sometimes and sometimes they're just uh I don't know you just don't like certain people I don't know <laughs> for whatever reason
2: maybe because you know, like I don't know. For example, like maybe somebody who's on the last ship who is just rude. <laughs> People like that. You mean? Yeah.
0: And, maybe, and that. maybe that. Just, and, and yeah, maybe meeting the the actor in real life ruins you from watching them on a on a certain TV show. Yeah, uh, you know, that that can happen too. Yeah.
2: True. Yeah. You know, just hy- hypoth- hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to name any names, McSteamy or anything, but just you know, hypothetically.
0: Yeah, I wasn't, like you said, Kyle, I wasn't sure, like, how, like how, if, 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 I assumed that one was gone, but I thought that maybe the Jace Corso character was going to be, like, the recurring nuisance type character, yeah. but that's not going to be the case either, as we, uh we found out in, in this episode, and so, yeah, so now it makes even more sense
1: why the cast was so upset why when the, you asked them that question. Yeah, the I had already seen the fifth episode at that time. And like I'm like, oh, Jason asked a question about losing a cast member and like they all seemed to get really upset when like he really wasn't gone yet on the show. I'm like, Oh, I wonder if Jason figured out that he actually gets killed in the next episode. <laughs> well,
0: I mean that's what I I mean I said the question even with the you know, or you know, potentially losing the the characters, you know, more like on a full time basis, you know because it seemed like that was going to be that might be what was going to happen with Roger Cross yeah. is it is it seemed like they might stick him in stasis for a few weeks or something like that before they popped him back out they added him back in much sooner than i thought so that's where that that's where that question came from Kyle was like we had two characters basically look like they were disappearing from the show at least on a full-time basis you know yeah. after the well
1: first when you episodes. asked the question i knew you hadn't seen the
0: Yeah in i hadn't episodes. seen the 5th episode yet so <laughs> Uh so, yeah, but yeah, so now it makes even more sense why they were talking about it because they actually were like losing <laughs> one of the characters <laughs> was actually gonna be gone uh they the that actor wasn't gonna be showing up at all anymore i uh
2: i I thought the writing was on the wall when they announced the cast that was going to going to be at comic con I was like, oh uh, okay, okay, that's telling."
1: Well, last year they only brought four of them as well. They only It was a different four, but they only brought four of them.
0: Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, last year they had... You know, this year they brought the new character, uh, Melanie LeBird, Nix, and then also uh, they brought uh, Alex uh, Malari Jr., who plays four. But the other three were there last year along with Roger Cross. Uh, and so Roger Cross not being there <laughs> also made it seem like maybe he wasn't potentially going to be around uh, much longer and then all of a sudden he's you know sort of seems to be back on the show as a as a main player so
2: do you think the the crew will will really take sticks back in or do you think it's going to be a while
1: i think it's only it seems like it's only three that really is adamant about not uh, trusting him the others seem to be okay with him right now
2: i don't think three trusts anybody yeah <laughs> no, that's true <laughs> I mean but there's and there's also a line like where where two's at where she'll let six you know kind of around the there's a difference between you know letting him be on the ship and letting him you know out of his out of his um jail or whatever um but then there's a big difference between that and really bringing him back in and letting him be a member of the you know with the air quotes that you can't see on a podcast the air quotes crew you know so i don't I'm just curious. Like how long that will take before he's really a part of the team again.
1: If not, he'll go in stasis until <laughs> they <until I> trust. him. <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> you know, just until. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I think it, I think it's interesting, but also going back to the uh, to the Nick's character, I think it'll be interesting to to find out more uh, about her. I think that she may have some sort of similar uh, to like two, uh, but where With the nanite, the yeah. You know, or something like that, uh, or something that's happy to her that makes her you know special, uh, sort of like two. But y- being that she remembers it, <laughs> like two has oh, just, yeah. two has just been re finding out all the things that she can do uh, with those abilities, and so I think that might be why Nick's can you know has a better hearing or able to do some of the things that we've seen her do uh, is because she's m- more honed in on knowing what her full abilities are. Uh, so it, it could be something that comes in handy for actually helping to get, become even more of a badass. <laughs> you know, like uh, if it is sort of a, a similar uh, thing that uh, is going on there. Cause I mean, we saw in the fight scene back at the prison that you know, she was able to keep up with, you know, two. And and we've seen in lots of different scenes that two can just basically annihilate large groups of people on her own. <laughs> so there's gotta be something <laughs> special about Nyx to be able to to go blow to blow with her.
1: Well yeah. also in this episode we saw the Android also knows how to fight, so I'm still sticking with my Android theory that she's a that she's also an Android Nix. And maybe she already has this, this chip that lets her pretend to be human.
0: Hmm. I yeah. I don't know. There's a. I guess you know, in the sci-fi world that they've created, it could be.
1: <laughs> yeah, or maybe I she's think. an android with nanites. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or or maybe she got plastic surgery to look like somebody else, <laughs> so she could get on the crew. Oh wait, that's been done. All three. Yeah. <laughs> She's an android with plastic surgery. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right. We solved it, guys. Yes,
0: that's right. <laughs> But there's an, there's another question. What do you think is what do you think the deal is with Nyx? If you've got if you've got an idea of what nyx is or what her backstory might be. Uh, let us know in the comments or uh, send it to, to feedback at tvtimes dot com, and uh, we'll read some of those uh, those possibilities on the on the next on the next episode or the next time we talk about uh, killjoys and uh, or killjoys and dark matter since those they tend to get leaked <laughs> You talk about one, you talk about the other. Spoiler alert: I think we might be talking about them next week too.
2: But with that, we'll move on to the last show. i not talk about Dark Matter. I, I can't imagine that to be the case. Uh,
0: the last show on the list, which is another sci-fi show, uh, Van Helsing, Season 1, Episode 1, Help Me, which got the uh, special premiere episode preview after Sharknado last night. And it doesn't actually premiere until September sometime, I believe. Yeah, I think it's like September 23rd or something. And so, we got to see the first episode of of it. Mostly, title wise, I really don't understand why they didn't call it Vanessa Helsing. Much like they called it Winona Earp, unless they didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Every show on the network is <laughs>
0: you know, like, hit it that that close. But uh, it seems like that would have made uh, more sense, con- considering that sa- it's a similar type of story where they've contemporized made them uh you know i'm assuming a descendant of of that and uh, you know put it into you know more present day or in this case a few years into the future from now and uh so i don't know it seems like that would have made more sense to me but uh ivy you didn't get to it but kyle you watched what did
1: you think of van helsing I'm not completely sold on it, but it did enough to interest me. It felt very much like The Walking Dead. Uh, Like, you literally have someone waking up like like, Rick, like, to this world that she had been, like, sleeping through, and so she didn't know what was going on, but all these other people, like, uh, that she joins, uh, they are all dealing with these vampires that are walking around and and attacking. She has, like, the soldier guy who's assigned to, uh, protect her, watch over her, at least. We don't know. I I don't think they told us why he was assigned to watch her, right? We just,
0: uh... Yeah, we haven't got that story yet exactly just that he was part of, he was part of a group that was sent to protect her or whatever. Uh, and he ended up being sort of like the last one <laughs> place. So it continued to keep, you know, keep taking care of her, apparently including, you know, washing and cutting and styling her hair and uh, <laughs> doing, you know, doing her eyebrows and, you know, keeping her looking really good. Uh <laughs> Uh, uh, hey man, that's uh,
2: important stuff. and, okay? not, not and apparently there. also,
0: uh, she's been in a coma for three years, but they haven't had her hooked up to. She wasn't hooked up to anything, so I don't know how he was feeding her or how. I mean, we do learn that she has some uh, special uh, uh, abilities in, in this in this world, which is why she's important. I guess that you could possibly use to explain away. Uh, but mostly, I thought that I thought that the idea—a vampire story where there's somebody that their blood can actually turn a vampire back to human—I think that's an interesting twist on a vampire story that we haven't really seen uh, in anything before. Because usually, <laughs> there's usually a not a curable type of thing. Uh, so I, I think that's interesting. I think some of the stuff that we heard about at the press room at Comic-Con and stuff about the Vampire Society and them basically killing off their food source and all that stuff. A lot of things all sound interesting. Just none of those things were much in this first episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we didn't see anything with the Vampire Society in in the premiere. We saw
0: a few that were attacking, which, you know, got the first one to see that, you know, Bitter that woke her up and then also... Spoiler alert, turned back to human. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and so that's to me that's interesting, but I don't know, some of the acting wasn't great. The writing was not good to me. Like some of the stuff they have some of these people say it just I, mean- I don't know. It it came off I don't know. If you like why if you like Winona Earp, this might be right
1: up your alley. And if you like, like, well, it didn't have the comedy of Z Nation, but it had, like, the over-the-top type of killing, like, stabbing and stabbing. Like, I don't know how a bullet helps to kill a vampire, like, but they just, like, rattle bullets through these things. Like, you see some woman gets smashed in her head with, like, a fire extinguisher. <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty gruesome in this, in this premiere, but, uh... But yeah, it's it definitely feels like an amalgamation of like various sci-fi shows that are other sci-fi shows with like a little bit of a twist.
0: But also on that like tear down type of from some other things, uh like a lower budget. But yet some of the people behind it and you know, even some of the people in it have been good in other stuff. So maybe it's just one of those where you need to see Like the first episode doesn't really set up the full story of like what's (laughs) like what the deal is. And so, at least as far as what we were told at at Comic Con. And so, it it, it appears another one of those things that needs to be like a two hour premiere to set the fully set the stage. Uh, But then it just seemed less good. Like, not. I don't know. I put it on par with with Winona Earp because I don't think that shows very good either, but not on the par of you know even say something like Lost Girl, uh, which has a similar aesthetic, being a little bit more lower budget uh, type of thing, uh, you know, Canadian production. That was more interesting from the get go. Uh, maybe I don't know. Not even as good as something like Bitten. See, I didn't watch
1: Bitten. I didn't <laughs> yeah. watch Lost Girl. I, I actually enjoyed this probably slightly more than Winona Earp, except it, it it doesn't have, like, the humor that Winona Earp has. Like, it's it's a little more serious. Like, you get a lot of that, like, almost like the Fear of the Walking Dead, like, people you don't like arguing about stuff. Like, you don't really care about some of these characters, like, that are arguing. But, I mean, I'll definitely give it, another chance like I didn't hate it like I I definitely didn't uh hate it It, the quality is definitely lower budget you can definitely (laughs) that's an angry review of Kyle (laughs) (laughs) like when when she's standing on the roof looking at all the destruction around it was like the total green screen like we drew this type of shot it definitely But it was also like why
0: is stuff still burning like who's (laughs) lighting stuff on why is the building smoking like what? What happened here recently that <laughs> the building is still smoking? She's been in a coma for three years. <laughs> and, you know, the rising has taken more of a full effect. You know, and uh, things that have happened. And so, I don't know. There's just things like that that pull me out of it. There's also the type of scenes where this group gets saved into this, you know, into this facility. But then uh, you're going to leave them in the facility. You're going to basically give them free run of the facility. But then also just tell them like you've never seen this, the woman behind the glass door over here. Yeah, it's like in an <laughs> and, open room. It's not
1: even locked.
0: And or... then after, and then after you know the the initial attack, after you know some vampires get in and, and stuff happens, it's still like you still just tell them you're, you know, leave it alone or whatever. And and then you have a scene where you know she's one of the other characters basically threatening
1: to kill this other character. Don't forget the obligatory sci-fi shower scene <laughs> like we 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 had a big fight we're all dirty now we all have to take a shower oh but we're running low on water so we have to share the shower we have to double together. up
0: <laughs> Although I did like his his thing of uh don't worry being modest I've seen all you've got cuz he's been taking care of her for 3 years uh so so yeah I don't know it seemed it seemed a bit on the cheesy side but with the cheesy humor of Winona Earp, at least so far, I don't know, I'll give it, I'll give it a couple more episodes because I do like, I do think the, the initial premise of the show is interesting. So I'm willing to give it a a few episodes, but I may, I may draw, you know, if it doesn't quickly improve, like I don't think Winona Earp did, (laughs) I'll drop off much like I did with that one.
1: Unless you're doing a press room and then you actually catch up and watch the entire first season. <laughs> just hypothetically.
0: <laughs> or or you get into that press room and you don't do it and you say, hey, do you want to do this press room for me? And then somebody else goes and does it.
2: <laughs> or you just sit quietly and not ask questions.
0: I don't know. I end up doing that in a lot of rooms anyways. <laughs> even, <if> I, <laughs> even though I have watched the shows. Because a lot of times the main things that I want to know usually get asked and so if somebody asked it i was like "Ah, oh, that's what i wanted to know so i'm good so, like, <laughs> gonna let it go or it could be a a show like falling water where even after watching it i i was so confused i didn't know what the hell to ask <laughs> and in that case we had uh the co-creator who sat down and basically just started talking before anybody ever asked a question and and was a good three or four minutes in before <laughs> Before he was done, and somebody actually asked something, so that works out that way too sometimes. <laughs> so I don't know. I would be interested to hear from uh, people that watched the watch Van Helsing last night uh, after Sharknado. Uh, did it intrigue you? Are you going to uh, follow along with it, or you know, give it some more episodes when it
1: premieres in September? Uh, let us know. In the the same questions go for Sharknado 5. <laughs> Did Sharknado 4 intrigue you? <laughs> Are you going to give it another movie? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so uh, let us know in the comments at tvtimes3.com slash 333 or uh, send it to feedback at tvtimes3.com. And that will move on to our TV recommendations. Uh, first up, my recommendation is Blindspot. Uh, the first season hits uh, Blu-ray and DVD on, uh, well, tomorrow, as we're recording this, uh, Tuesday, August 2nd. And really, this is another show where I went into it figuring that we were never going to get a good explanation to what the overall mystery was and, and the uh, you know the tattoos and, and all that stuff and really just watch it for a weekly action uh, adventure with some interesting characters that I, you know, that I like. And so I enjoy the show really on a week-to-week action-adventure basis. Uh, with interesting characters and the overarching story is sometimes interesting and sometimes confusing and sometimes but sorta of, I guess like uh Killjoys went into it with that expectation of and so that's not really what I enjoy the show for and so I'm interested to see based on though where it did end in season one where they pick up for season two and how how they get the team back together and how that uh how that's all going to work uh going forward but that's my recommendation is uh is blind spot season 1 if you like good ac- you know good action and and fight scenes and stuff like that uh, I think uh, that's one worth checking out. How about you, Kyle? What's your recommendation? Uh,
1: so my recommendation is Halt and Catch Fire Season 2, which is on DVD only, no Blu-ray, Tuesday, August 9th. Um, and so the first season of the show, uh, the show was set in the 1980s, so the first season was all about these people trying to uh, create a new PC and launch that PC. Um, but the second season, it changes direction, and now it it mainly centers on the women from that first season as they're trying to start like their own online gaming company and so it's like the while well, the internet's first exactly. starting, starting to come, to come up, up. So it's uh, when the internet is is first starting, and they're they're starting their online gaming company, and and what happens there, and then that leads into like the the upcoming third season, which again they take a whole new direction. Um, I should have a review up of that DVD on my site uh, once I get around to it this weekend. Uh, but I'm also hosting a giveaway; two people win a copy of uh, this DVD, uh, so you can find that on no, no or Jason will link, and I'll I'll even add a special. Bonus entry for the podcast listeners. I'll put like a box there. You can enter a code uh, halt times three. Spell it all out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really matter how you spell it. I'll, I'll check it. But I'll, I'll add an extra entry there for those who got this far listening to the podcast and our recommendations, and and are interested. You can get an extra bonus entry.
0: Yeah, we'll have a we'll have a link to that in the in the show notes. And uh, Ivy did. Uh... Did you come up with a a recommendation?
2: Hold on. Hold on. Halt times three. Enter. Okay, good. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, I'm probably late to this particular party, but a friend of mine recommended uh, Catastrophe on Amazon to me uh, last week. And so I've, I've jumped in feet first and absolutely loved the first season and a half that I've gotten through. Uh, it looks if my if my quick googling was correct that the first two seasons were in two thousand and fifteen and there 's another one scheduled for next year, but it is it 's absolutely delightful. The interplay between the two leads is just spot on it 's the first sitcom, if you can call it a sitcom in, in a long time that i 've instantly fallen in love with and uh, so for amazon prime users it's it 's there it 's awesome. Watch it and stuff.
0: Yeah, I've heard good things about that one as well. Another one that I haven't uh, tried out yet, but also a nice. Uh, even though two seasons, it's only like six episodes a piece. So, two seasons in, you only got like twelve episodes.
2: Yeah, I told myself I have to finish that. I've I've knocked out a couple of things. I powered through Star Wars Rebels. I powered. I'm I'm watching this, and then I'm when I'm done with that, then I get Strange Things or Stranger Things.
1: I did watch Stranger Things. I, I hardly watch any of these streaming things, but I did watch all that. It was entertaining.
0: Yeah, I haven't finished Stranger Things yet, but uh, spoiler alert, we'll be talking about that in two weeks on the podcast.
2: Spoilers! (laughs) Uh,
0: As always, you can find uh, links uh, to all of our recommendations as well as the giveaway at Kyle's site for Halt and Catch Fire. And where you can uh, find Ivy and Kyle online as well in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 333. Uh, It's also where you can drop a comment, let us know if you're still enjoying unreal uh what you think about uh nix on uh on dark matter and uh also you know if you watch van helsing i really would be interested in what your opinion on that show is as well drop those in the comments or as always feedback at tvtimes3.com and uh next week uh, amory will be back with me and we will be joined by tom gardner from 3ifbyspace.com and as i said we'll be talking about uh, Killjoys and Dark Matter again. What? As well as uh, as a few other things. So tune in next week and find out what else we're talking about. (laughs) And as always, thank you, Ivy and Kyle, for joining me on episode 333. Thanks, man. Thanks.